podcast listeners happy fall in the recent past david did a really special training and the feedback has been amazing so we had the idea that we would put this out so everyone can benefit from the training it was a teaching that david did around why you might be thinking you're doing all the things to move your business forward but you're actually under the illusion that you're doing all the things to move your business forward. So if you're feeling stuck right now, if you're feeling like you're working hard, you're learning, you're studying, you feel like you're doing all the things, but yet it's not moving the needle, make sure that you give this podcast a deep listen. Enjoy. Successful people learn how to make their minds work for them. We are Life Is Now, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. I'm going to share some things with you that I think that if you, if you will consider what it is that I'm saying, it'll have an extraordinary impact on a couple of things. Ultimately, yes, where you're going. But the other thing is what you're actually perceiving right now as far as where you are and the action steps that you need to take next. And this is, I can't, I can't stress how important this is. So let me kind of tell you how I learned about this teaching that I'm going to give you. So in 1996, I met Bob Proctor and I started going to his seminars. Um, I was devouring everything that he had. You know, back in the day, he had the uh, package programs with cassette tapes and stuff. And those were okay. Like, you know, they were, they were all right. I really wanted to be at these events in person. So I did everything that I could to be there. And over a period of time, we developed a bit of a relationship and he became my coach. And after coaching for a little while, now, so let me just like, here's the caveat to this. I w- didn't have my own business at that point in time. I was working for a company, making a fixed income. So everything that I was doing to advance myself at this time was being charged. Like I was charging everything. I actually had to get a second mortgage on the house in order to be able to pay the charge charge so I could continue doing what I was doing. So this came in stages and primarily the first stage for me was understanding mindset. I was, when I first met Bob, I was really trying to understand a breakthrough that I had in 1993 that confounded me from the perspective of how could changing three things in my attitude triple my income in a month? And then not just triple my income, but basically take me in a company where I started off as a truck driver and left as the upper management expanding the company across the country and I never went back to college or got any further education uh, around that. What I was doing was I was just doing what I noticed was working with these mindset changes that I was making. I didn't even call it mindset at the time. I had never even really heard that word. And I but what I am doing is I'm understanding 
more about me. I'm understanding about me. And one of the amazing things that I began to start to understand and study was my own potential. Like what was, what is my potential? What was my potential? What, what did I think my potential was at the time? So anyway, I start working with Bob and after a couple of years of really studying this mindset stuff and I was putting it to work in the things that I was doing, um, we were having coffee one day. He was, he was famous for this. Like he would come up to me and he'd be like, let's go get a cup of coffee. Right. And whenever he did that, I knew he wanted to have a conversation with me about something that was very important. So we go have coffee and he says to me, why do you keep coming to these seminars? And I said, why? Like I'm learning. I'm like, you always say, just you keep coming. You have to keep doing it over and over again. He said, yeah, that's not really the answer I'm looking for. He said, wouldn't you agree you pretty much know all the basics of what, what it is that I'm teaching at this point? Now, this is after a couple of years of going to his events. Like, I went through everything multiple times. And I said, I didn't want to appear arrogant, you know, but there was also like this weird, I don't want to be arrogant, but there was also this low self-esteem thing that kind of came in at the same time that was like, I, I'm nowhere near his understanding of some, And like, it was crazy. Like, my, my mind was thinking just weird thoughts when he asked me this question. And I said, well, yeah, I guess I, you know, I think I have a pretty solid under, understanding of what, of what it is that you're teaching. I'm not anywhere near where you are, but I have a pretty solid understanding. And he just kind of laughed. And he said, uh, I want you to stop paying attention to what I'm saying up there and start paying attention to what I'm doing. And when he first said it to me, I hit like, you know, you hear something that like it makes no sense. It's just not hitting your point of reference about anything. I didn't like, what the hell does that mean? Pay attention to what you're doing. What the hell are you doing? What are you even talking about? And he went on to, you know, he, he went on to explain to me that there was a huge difference between what he was teaching and what he was doing. And I'm like, doing, what the hell does he mean doing? Well, obviously, one of the things that he means doing is he's running a business. This is a business, right? What he was doing is a business. What he was doing was not just teaching, but he was selling constantly. He was constantly expanding his business. He was motivating people. He was influencing people. And I wasn't paying attention to any of that stuff. I was just there all about, all about me, right? Trying to figure me out. And he starts to explain this to me. And I realize that the next step for me is if I'm going to change the situation that I'm in, I have to learn how to take what I'm learning and put it to work. Like, how do you take this and put it to work? And there was, there was this, there was this aha moment that I had that really like a light bulb went on and it never went off, but it was, it was fascinating. And basically it looked something like this. If I kind of draw it out using the stick person to explain this, one of the things that I became acutely aware of in all my study was that my subconscious programming had me in survival mode. My whole life up to that point was about surviving. And when I was a kid, it was about surviving. It wasn't for like the first five years of my life that I, that seemed to be kind of okay. But after that, everything went crazy in our household. So everything was about survival. And it was 
about learning how to survive in this household with crazy people that are running the house. Uh, they're very immature. And we were constantly moving all over the place. I moved 21 times by the time I was 20 years old. It was, it was an insane situation. So when I got on my own, I was replicating this in a way. I was constantly in situations where I was just survival, 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 constantly figuring out what's wrong. What's the problem? How do we fix this? What, how, we, how do we move on? And up until 1993, I wasn't even able to do that. It was going horribly in the wrong direction. And I make a couple of changes and it starts going in the right direction. So now I'm trying to figure out, okay, how do I break this paradigm? Because what Proctor pointed out to me that was, this, this, it, it was such a distinction in the way that I was thinking was he said, you still see yourself as a person who's in survival mode. He said, you're not seeing yourself as a person who does whatever is necessary to get where you want to go. And he said, what do you want? And I'm like, within this situation, within our relationship? And he's like, yeah, what do you want? I said, I, wanted, I want you to teach me how to be a millionaire. And th there were a lot of other things that I wanted also, but I really became fascinated with trying to figure out how do I crack the code around this money thing? At that time, when I said that to him, I still didn't know that I was going to be doing this for a living. It was like hovering under the surface subconsciously. And he said to me, if you want to do that, you have to do exactly what it is that I tell you. He's like, I don't want you to argue with me. I don't want you to tell me you're not going to do it or I'm not going to work with you. You need to do exactly what it is that I tell you to do. And he's like, will you make that agreement with me? And I'm like, absolutely. Absolutely. I was so hungry for this. I would do anything that this guy would tell me to do. So he lays this out in front of me and he says, listen to me. I want you to start watching what I'm doing. And he kept putting the, inf the, the, the emphasis on the doing part. He was indicating to me, he was telling me, he was trying to get across to my understanding that he was doing something extremely significant in order to get the results that he was getting. But I had not been watching him from that perspective. I had been watching him from what is in this for me. But here's something, like, you might think to yourself, well, yeah, well, you're, you're growing, you're trying to get knowledge, you're trying to do something. Up to a point, that's correct. But when it's no longer moving the needle, something's wrong. And what was wrong was I didn't know what to do with the information. Now, I want you to really think about this, right? Think about the information that you all have. Think about the information that you've gathered over the years. Ever since you started to wake up and think, and you're thinking about going after your goals, going after your dreams, you've been gathering all kinds of information. What are you actually doing with that information? For the average person, it's what they're really doing is like they're taking a piece of a jigsaw puzzle and they're trying to find out where it fits. And in the action of trying to figure out where it fits, they think they're doing something, but they're not because they're stuck between two separate points. One is the survival idea. See, the survival thing is something that they know because they've been doing it their whole life. They've been just surviving, right? They get their needs met for the most part. It's kind of up and down, back and forth. They keep creating crises over and over again, usually mild, but sometimes significant. 
And because they're doing something with that activity, they think they're progressing. But actually, they're on a hamster wheel, and they don't realize it. So if you were to say to them, and many of them also know a goal, like they have a goal, they have some idea of what it is that they want, right? So there'll be this idea over here, here's this goal that I want, but they're really stuck right here in the center. They don't know how to bridge the gap from the survival activity over to what are the goal achieving activities that I have to do to really start manifesting that thing in my life on a regular basis. Now, what was disturbing to me was this. I had been doing it, and it seemed like it was a, I was having extraordinary results. So let's think about this for a second. High school dropout, get married early, have a couple kids, uh, car gets repossessed, can't pay our bills, we go bankrupt, can't pay our rent, have to leave in the middle of the night to go live someplace else that's not very nice. We're on food stamps, you know, getting a the government cheese and the peanut butter type stuff. It's like, that was what was happening. And yet, all of a sudden, I make this shift and everything changes. My income triples. So I'm like, I'm doing great. This is amazing. Was it amazing? Yeah, it was. But I want, so I want you to think about this. It's amazing, but I'm still surviving. Okay? Why would I say I'm still surviving? Because what I did when that happened was I instantly went out and made my bills come up to the amount of money that I was making. So it doesn't matter where that is. It just matters what is it actually doing. It's causing me to be right back in survival mode. Now, what is true about that was that I had figured out a way to stabilize it, which a lot of people do. How did I stabilize it? I got a good job and I kept my behavior consistent and much better than it was. So that's why I was living under this illusion of actually getting better every day because I was advancing in this job, right? I start off as a truck driver. I'm getting promoted left and right and left and right. Things seem to be going extraordinarily well for me at that period of time. But I, I don't realize, I'm, it's like I'm living in an illusion. I'm still surviving. What is it that I actually did? I just raised myself up to the level that was already programmed in me because I learned how to control my behavior. I learned a little bit of mindset and I learned how to be consistent. And I got myself in a situation where the income was consistent. So on the surface, it's like you're winning. And yes, I would say that I was winning. But I also got stuck at that level for a long period of time because I didn't know how to break out of it. I was still in survival mode, but what happened was the image changed and I thought I was really winning. I thought I was winning at an extraordinary rate. I did not realize that I was still in survival, but because I was moving and things were going well, I thought everything's fine. So he says to me, pay attention to what I'm doing. And I start paying attention to what this guy's doing, and I realize that I'm not doing what he's doing. Forget about what he did for a living. What I'm talking about is I'm not moving that needle forward. I'm working. I worked really hard. I had developed a great work ethic. 
I had done really, you know, good things. Like it wasn't going backwards anymore. Things were going forward, but it was not moving forward like he was moving. And because I was coaching with him and then I got to be kind of in that inner circle situation, I really saw how fast, how rapidly he was moving forward. And it blew my mind. It absolutely blew my mind. So I got to, when I, one of the things that I got to do, I'll never forget this. It was so significant to me. It, this is kind of like when the idea of action really sunk into my head, okay? The most I had ever made was $62,000, $63,000 a year at this point. I would make a little bit in the network marketing company that I was working with, but it, it was not any big deal, all right? I get to go to one of his, I'm going to one of his seminars and he He's short like a staff member or something. And he says to me, would you help by working the event instead of just being in the audience? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. What do you need? So I get to work the outside table. It was outside of the, of the auditorium. And I'm working with selling his products and stuff like his tapes and cassettes and workbooks and books and, and all that. And also working with the registration. So I'm seeing what I'm, what I'm getting to see is all the numbers coming in, all the payments coming in. This was a small group of people. It was not large. It was a private seminar that we did. I think it was in uh, Saskatchewan or Alberta. It was up in Canada. And at the end of three days, and this is, this is like 1999, just in the tapes and stuff at the table that we sold, the total was over $300,000 when we ran the total on the processing and the card machine at the end of the day. And I'm looking at those numbers. Now, the, here was the thing. I got to be part of it because I was helping sell it. And I was helping process credit cards and that stuff. So I'm watching it. I'm actually working within this. And I, I realize in basically two and a half days, we did $300,000 just selling cassette tapes and books. I had never seen a number like that before in that type of a circumstance. I was floored. How could you do $300,000 in two days? But I'm seeing it. It's real. And I'm like, I am not doing what this guy's doing. Like, I'm in this illusion that I'm moving forward, but I am not moving forward. So I double down. I'm really watching what this guy is doing. And he said to me at one point, this is over a period of time now, right? He says to me at one point, he said, you have to change the image of who you are here in your subconscious mind to match the goal that you want to achieve external. Now, I had heard that because I was going to the guy's damn seminars for so long, but I had a completely different realization with this. It wasn't just changing the image going, oh, I see this new image of myself. It was changing the image in how it actually taught me to do something different in my work life. Like, what are you going to actually do to make this change? And I had never thought about it that way. I was kind of stuck in this idea that the thing would show up, but it only went so far because I was not changing who I was and I was not changing what I was doing. So let me show you what this looks like. As I began to understand this differently, and the only reason, the only reason I started to understand this differently, differently was because I was actually doing things different, right? It was like this hit me at a different place. He said to me, 
you have to start to act like the person that you want to become, not just think like that person. You have to start to, because that's why he told me to watch what he was doing. He wanted me to see that he was acting very different, right? So he draws this, he draws this thing in the beginning and he says, you pretty much know everything that I'm teaching, right? So he's kind of like getting me to see the parallel between me and him. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I, I get it. And I get the, I get the information, right? But I, but I wasn't at the million. I was nowhere close to the damn million. I was making $62,000 a year. I mean, who, I'm not kidding anybody. And he draws this distinction of like, you're not being that person. And I'll probably have heard, had heard that a hundred times. You got to be the person that you want to be. But what's happening is that my subconscious mind is hijacking my consciousness and it keeps me focused on the problems that I have at hand. And that is very significant because the problems that you have right now are the equivalent to your subconscious mind's value perspective of where it is that you, it thinks that you should be. In other words, I am subconsciously creating problems in my life so that I can deal with them and think that I'm actually doing the right thing because now I've got this mindset training and I think that I'm handling these things different <laughs> with mindset. But the problems aren't really changing. They're just changing how they look. Every problem kept me in the same place. No advancement. No advancement. And here's some, here's some honest things I didn't want to look at. My credit card debt was going through the roof because I was charging all of these trips that I was going on. I had to borrow extra money to be able to do it. And I'm not, I'm not actually thinking about that because I'm like, everything's going to change. Everything's going to change. But I'm not actually focused on how am I going to change, right? What's the difference in me at this point? What does it mean you have to do, you have to become and do to the equivalent of what you want to be as an individual. You have to change this. So, just move this out of the way for a second. You start off here with your current level of awareness, okay? And I had to become really conscious of this idea, like what's my current level of awareness? At that time, and I'm talking about money awareness, right? He says, what do you want to do? Well, I wanted to go to a million. But my current level of money awareness was at 62,000 because that's where I was. And I was. And I was there for a long time. But I didn't feel like I was stuck because I would get promoted. It's just that I, would, I wasn't making any more money, more responsibility, but no more money. And I was, I was basically told flat out, you're not going to make much more than this at this company. This is, you're at the top of the rung. That's it. So that's my current level of awareness. Here's something that's fascinating. Your current level of awareness is the equivalent to your current level of problems that you currently have. Your subconscious mind digs in to work on fixing the problems that you have. And because we think we're fixing these problems or we're working on them, that we're advancing. But we're not because the needle on this thing's not changing at all. So he says to me, the idea is that in order for you to become the person that you want to be, you have to step up and do something different 
than you're doing now. And I'm like, well, like what? What am I going to do? But see, here was this was the interesting thing about the relationship that I had with this man. He wouldn't tell me what to do because he knew that he, what he would do is he would give me a direction. He would say, go in this direction. My responsibility was to go in the direction and then become aware of the next thing. So I step into this direction and I become aware of my next level up, the step that I have to take. Because, you know, the, what was it, Einstein that said the, the definition of craziness is doing the same thing and expecting a different result? That type of an idea, that's what I was doing. That's what I was doing. I'm, I'm living in this illusion that something's going to change and nothing's changing. The moment that I started to become aware of that, an opportunity shows up in my life. Now, here's how nuts this is. Here's how nuts this is. My subconscious mind's literally telling me exactly what I have to do, and I'm playing stupid. God's truth. I started waking up at 2.20 in the morning with my mind saying, if you want to live your dream, you have to leave. This is right after I have this conversation with this guy. And I'm, and I'm going around like, well, I don't know what my dream is. I have no idea. I had known what it was since 1993. It's just that I compartmentalized it in a place where I said, I can't actually do that. So I had made this decision that this whole journey that I was on and convinced myself, I'm just getting better, I'm getting better, I'm getting better. When actually I was grooming myself to do what I'm doing today. And I'm feigning like I'm an idiot, right? Saying that I don't know why, so that I don't have to step and do something uncomfortable. So I go, I'm six months into this. I don't tell Proctor this, right? I mean, it's so like looking back at it, it's like, really? You don't tell, you don't just say, you got one of the best coaches in the world. You don't tell them? that you're having this, this problem six months every morning. I'm waking up at 2.20 with this voice. If you want to live your dream, you have to leave. So I finally get the courage to call him and tell him about this. I'm like, I don't know what to make of it. I ended up having to go down to uh, uh, New Orleans to have a conversation with him about this. But the, the, the crazy thing about this was that he looks at me right in the face right in the eye. I tell, he's like, what's the problem? I tell him, waking up at 2.20 every morning with this voice in my head that says, if you want to live your dream, you have to leave. And he looks at me right in the eye and he goes, just quit. Now here's, I'm the guy that doesn't know what this means. I don't know what this voice in my head means. My response without even thinking was, I can't quit. I'm married. I've got four children. I've got a cat. I've got a dog. I've got all this stuff. And he's like, I thought you didn't know what it was telling you to do. And I realized that I was just, I was just playing safe with myself. I was just giving myself a snow job because I knew exactly what it was. And I needed to step in, I needed to step into it. And he, there was, I was telling a bunch of people earlier today, I'm like, you know, one of the greatest things that Proctor ever did for me was that he stood in this immovable space. And the space was nothing happens till you make a decision. I don't want to hear about your problem. I don't want to hear about your circumstance. I don't want to hear about what's going on over and over again because it doesn't matter what it is. You're having that problem because you haven't made a decision to do something else. 
period. He's like, so when you make a decision, get back to me. But until then, I don't want to hear your sad story. And I would get so frustrated with it, right? Because what do we do as human beings when we have a belief? We try to manipulate everybody else to agree with our belief. That's what we do. And we're damn good at it when we're talking to people that don't know any better. But if you run up against somebody who knows that you're full of shit, they'll tell you you're full of shit. But the thing is, is that nothing changes until you make a decision. And when you do make a decision, everything changes. And he said, you need to make a decision. You think that would be enough? No. Uh -uh. I go home for six months and I'm thinking to myself, this can't be right. I, I really don't know exactly what I would be doing. That part was true. But I had no idea how I was going to make money. And, and I kept coming up with the snow job that to do this is going to be completely irresponsible. So all of the mindset stuff that I had learned up to that point, I go all the way back to where I was before 1993. And I think to myself, if I make this decision without knowing what I'm going to do and make all this money, it's completely irresponsible. And I had learned over and over and over again, you're not going to find out what it is until you make the decision, which is what? It's action. And so it's another way of putting this is until you take the action to step off a safety and move into the thing that's going to move you, you're not going to even know what the other stuff is. And what do we want to know? We want to know what are all the different steps that go from here to here? Like, what are they? What are, what are all of those steps? And then we want to think about it. And then we want to talk to our spouse about it. And then we're going to, so what we do is we start looking for the people that's going to agree with us is why we can't do it. And then we're going to bolster our wall and say, I'm not going any further. But that's not how the universe works. That's how the false reality world that most of the people have set up to try to keep people encapsulated doing the same damn thing for their whole life with the illusion that they're safe. Everything in our natural world, in our spiritual world, operates based on the idea of movement forward. It is decision and action, all plant life, all animal life, all human beings. And we always get what we need when we need it. But if you were never taught that, you just stay stuck. So I come from this perspective of, okay, that's it. I have to make a decision. I didn't know what it was. I was scared as hell. And I just stepped into it. How did I do that? I didn't know what I was going to do. I just quit where I worked. I'm like, if this is going to work, this is going to show up. But I have to do my part. And that's my part. And here was the thing. There was a question in my head. It's like the devil on one shoulder, the angel on another, right? The angel's going, David, this is your destiny. Go in this direction. The devil's, the devil's like trying to convince me of all this crazy nonsense. And what I, what I realized was that I was never going to know for sure unless I did it. Unless I took action, I wasn't going to know. I would also have no results to make any further decisions on. So I'm like, screw it. Here's the deal. I have to know. I absolutely have to know. And if I make a mistake, I can always go back and do what I was doing. Would I have egg on my face? Would I feel humiliated, embarrassed in front of my friends and family, all the people that were saying that you can't do this? Yeah, I would. But I would be okay. I would be fine. So I said, screw it. And I made this decision and I moved forward. Everything starts to fall in place so rapidly. I was, I was like, holy shit. I can't believe this. But now 
it's like once this happens, once you go to the next level, which is up here, you say yes, then the next level shows itself simultaneously. And he says to me again, what do you want? I'm like, I want to make a million. He's like, you got to be the person that's going to do that. So I had to realize another significant shift in my mind, and this was a big one. I did not realize that for all those years I was working from another company, my mind was very focused on getting. I need to get what I need. I need to get a paycheck. I need to get job security. I need to get a promotion. Everything was about getting. And of course, you're programmed that way when you come from, for some, um, from survival, aren't you? Because you, you live in the illusion that you don't have what you need. So you're out there getting, 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 getting everything that you need. And I had to learn instantaneously. And I mean it. like That's not an exaggeration. I stepped right into doing my business with nothing. I had to learn how to think about how do I create an income? How do I provide service, right? So this is now not thinking about well, what do I need to get? I need to think about what do I need to do? What is the action that I need to take? If I'm going to be this person, what are those actions that I have to take every single day in order for this to happen? And I had an agreement with my spouse that from day one, I would at least earn enough money to pay the bills uh, you know, completely every month, right? And at that time, it was about 5000 a month. There was no, I'm getting there, I'll try, I'm working on it. You know, there was none of that. You, I had to do it from day one. If I couldn't do it, I would go back. And I thought that was a fair deal. Like, why should I put everybody else through all kinds of stress when we went through it once because I didn't know what I was doing? Now I know what I'm doing. Why, why do that again? If I can't at least do that, I've got no business really trying with all of those other responsibilities. If it was just by myself, it would be different. So I agreed to it. So I'm like, okay, what does this person do that earns this on a consistent basis? And I broke it down to the ridiculous. I got all the nonsense out of my head about the things that weren't that necessary. And I thought, I have to make sales every single day, period. It was, the only question was, where was I going to go to make those sales? So I literally made a list. Here's all the different places that I can go to make these sales. And I had to do that every single day. And I never went below 5,000. I actually got up over 50,000 relatively quickly and then over a million relatively quickly. But the key was, I need to be that person every day. No questions asked. No ifs, ands, or buts. No an emergency is an excuse. It's, this is what has to be done. And as I did that, every step that was going to take me further up to this million presented itself over and over and over again. All I had to do was step into doing what that person would do. And it's not like it's a big question, right? We can create all kinds of confusion around this, but there really isn't any confusion. It is very obvious what has to be done. And the key is, is that you accept that truth. Does it mean you know how to do it? No. Does it mean that you won't have to learn and you're going to get it perfect? No. But you're not going to do any of those things till you step into doing it. You grow as you go. You grow as you go. And you only focus on the end result. This is where I'm going. This I will do every day. And it was one day at a time focused in that direction. But the key element here was that when I was in survival mode, I was busy fixing problems. When I was in 
doing mode, everything was completely different because I was creating the action that had to be taken as I moved forward. Those actions were created every day by making the decision to move forward and not be focused on the problems that were behind me. Hey, podcast listeners, if you enjoyed this episode and want to take this one step further, you still have the opportunity to join us next week at the Art of Success Summit. It's all virtual, so no travel, trains, planes, or automobiles needed. It's just a solid three days of focusing on who you're being in your business and on focusing on all the right things that are gonna take your business to the next level. If you're interested in joining us, go ahead and click the link below in the description. You can also go to davidnagel.com forward slash art. We hope to see you there. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. If you like what you've heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.